I'm Ryan. I'm a science teacher. I'm Cheryl, and I slept through science. Each episode, we'll tackle a science question you may have learned in school, but can't quite remember or fully explain. And I'll take the risk of asking the dumb questions so that we can all understand the science we slept through. The bell has rung. Let's get started. Welcome to lesson 23. We're in our biology unit. Cheryl, what wonderful questions about life do you have today? Oh, that's such a lovely question. I love that. Well, you know, I was pondering to myself, what else about life I wanted to ask you? Yep. As one does. And just looking out my window and looking mm -hmm. at the trees. Mm -hmm. And here in Western Washington, we have quite a lot of evergreen trees. Yes, we do. And I love it. Yeah, it's great. That's all I see out my window. Um, but those ones are evergreen. Uh-huh. Like they're green all the time. Yep. They don't lose their needles, I guess we would say. Okay. I don't know if those are even the same thing as leaves, actually. But they don't lose them. Okay. And then there's these other trees around here that just go changing color in the fall and dropping all their leaves. And then they're bare in the winter. Okay. So why do evergreen trees keep their needles slash leaves as opposed to losing them? That sounds like a great question. Hey, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> it's almost like we do this on purpose where you ask a question. <laughs> okay, then let's find out what you kind of already know or think. I want to actually start on something that you mentioned briefly, needles and leaves. How do you think they're related to each other or are they even? I think they serve the same or a very similar purpose Okay. on the two trees. And that purpose, well, the leaves on a plant are what do like the photosynthesis and like get- Okay like nutrients from the sunshine. So I'm going to say that needles on an evergreen tree or on any tree that has needles <laughs> do the same thing. Okay. That's my guess. Okay. As far as why they're like a little pokey needle as opposed to like a round flat leaf. Um, I don't know. My only thought would be like protection because they're a little spiky. Okay. But animals live in them anyway, so it's not really doing anything. Mm. So it's for <laughs> protection and they're bad at it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. They need right. to evolve more. <laughs> there, there you go. The, the, I'm sure they'll get right on it now that you've pointed out the flaw. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's then go more into the original question why do you think evergreen trees don't lose their leaves, needles, whatever? Why do they stay green all year long? Well, my my first thought would be what climate are they in and how okay. is it different than the climate where trees are losing their leaves? Okay. But here we have both kinds of trees. Mm -hmm. So both of those trees are surviving in the same climate. Um, I do think of like on the East Coast, like all the trees lose their leaves. Okay. And it gets colder in the winter there and hotter in the summer. 
And here we have less extreme temperatures, mm -hmm. although there are evergreen trees in really cold places too. Uh, we also have a ton of rain, so I don't know if they're like, okay. and that wouldn't have to do with like necessarily why they keep their needles, but we do have a lot of rain and like in the rainforest here in Washington, there's a ton of evergreen trees. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if that's related to that environment. Um, I mean, and my other thought is that they need it because they need photosynthesis year round, but okay. Then don't the other trees need photosynthesis <laughs> year round too? <laughs> um, unless like, do the other trees like hibernate during the winter and not really work very much on growing and they just kind of hang out because those leaves die so like a part of them does die every year and then regrows mm -hmm. so our evergreen trees aren't really done no 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 no. because new needles come every year you can see the growth and it's like a lighter color yep. so you can see this like growth line where the new year starts and you can see dead needles on the ground so that still happens. It just doesn't happen. Like they don't lose them. Would they get too cold? Is it a coat? Like on an animal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't even know. Like what else are their needles even doing for them other than my photosynthesis guess? Mm. Being a Christmas tree. That's clearly the reason. Because if they lost their needles, we wouldn't have Christmas trees. That's yeah. the reason. You figured it out. <laughs> Lesson over. Great. <laughs> One final question as part of our pre-assessment. Do you know the name of the trees that aren't evergreen? Do you know what we call those? Deciduous? Okay. Yes. Deciduous. Is that is that right? Yeah. Great. So we can take off one of the questions from the pop quiz then. <laughs> Planning ahead this Congrats week, Congrats we? to me. <laughs> Okie dokie. In order to talk about these and get to an answer, I want to start with the needles and leaves thing. Okay. You're correct that both of them serve a, a similar purpose. In fact, you can think of an evergreen tree's needles as being its leaves because okay. they are. They're just cool. in a very different form. They're condensed, they're wrapped around each other as opposed to being flat and broad like a deciduous tree's leaves. Awesome. They are green because they do photosynthesis. They have chlorophyll in them. All of those things are accurate. Okay. The pokiness... <laughs> <laughs> is not directly related necessarily to protection. There is some of that for some of it. Some of it has just to do with the shapes of the needles. I don't know how closely have you ever looked at different evergreen needles from different trees? Oh, they're so different. Yeah. yeah. Some are longer, some are shorter, mm -hmm. some are more brittle, some are very smooth. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're different shapes even. Mm -hmm. Some of them are very flat. Some of them have more 3D shapes. They're in different groupings. Sometimes there's three that are together. Sometimes there's four. Sometimes there's five different needles that are all kind of grouped together. There's a lot of different ways that those work. It's very cool and very exciting. Mm -hmm. So if some of you have never done that before, I highly recommend going and looking because they're very cool. However, even though they are leaves and they do photosynthesis, 
that's not why evergreen trees keep their needles in the winter. It's not to do photosynthesis. Interesting. As a matter of fact, in winter, evergreen trees do just about the same amount of photosynthesis as deciduous trees without really? their leaves. Yes. I'm surprised by that. Yeah, I'm, I was too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but when you start to think about how everything works and, and all of that, it actually makes a little bit of sense. First of all, needles are small. Second of all, in the winter, there's a whole lot less sunlight. Yeah. There's less hours of sunlight. The angle of the sunlight is less direct, which means you're getting less actual photons of light even during those hours. It takes a lot more to be able to photosynthesize from that. And photosynthesis requires extra energy and extra things that in the winter, it they're cold. And they have to do things like not freeze <laughs> when it's freezing and yeah. do other things to kind of protect themselves. The key comes in with what you kind of talked about already with climate. Okay. And it does make a difference, but not like you said, because of photosynthesis. You also, it was very interesting as you talked about sort of where different types of trees are, at least here in North America, in the United States where we yeah. live. What were the differences you observed in deciduous versus evergreen trees? Um, how cold it gets in the winter. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Rainfall. Mm -hmm. Those were, I think, the big two ones I identified. Um, okay. Yeah. I think you also talked about where. Oh, are, yeah. Just like right? geographically. Yeah, geographically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have a map for you. <gasps> yeah, you have visuals? I have visuals. Well, then this is a good opportunity for me to remind our listeners of our podcast to hop on over to YouTube if you would like to see this map for yourself. Exactly. All right. What we're looking at is a map of North America, mostly the United States and Canada is pretty much what's on here. And there are different colored bands based on the different types of trees in the different regions. What patterns do you notice in this map, Cheryl? Um, so I am seeing a lot of green, which is the northern and western conif coniferous. Yep. Um, all, all throughout Canada. Yep. And then on the west coast of the U.S. And then scattered, I'm going to say like where the Rocky Mountains are. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing central. Hold on, let's pause for just a minute. Mm -hmm. Coniferous. Do you know what that means? Um, it has to it do with being a evergreen tree. Yeah. And, but I don't know why it's that word or what it is exactly. Cones. Coniferous. Oh, okay. Like, like pine cones in from pine trees. That's that's okay. why. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so continue with your patterns. Yeah, I'm seeing central hardwood, which who knows what that means. Um, kind of like in the, well, it's not the Midwest. What would you call that region? It's not the deep south, and mm -mm. it's not the north, and it's not the like flat 
it's not like smack dab in the middle of the country, but it's like on the east side of the country in the middle region. Isn't that, don't they call some of that the Midwest? Some of that I think is the Midwest. Yeah. yeah. And then like a little bit of more like Southern Canada, a little, little mm-hmm. strip of it. Yep. And then we have sub- Southeastern Pines in the South. Makes sense. And then we have Mixed in the northern like the northeast essentially mm-hmm. of our country and then i'm seeing a strip and i'm wondering if that's the appalachians uh probably i would guess it probably is right down here yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i'm thinking mountain ranges are definitely connected to a lot of this yeah and there's also a little bit here where we live oh a yeah. little small sliver yeah. of mixed which makes sense because we do have a mix Oh, here. yeah. And then um, I'm seeing non forested. Yeah. That's like the plains mostly, the central yeah. plains of the US. Yes. Yeah. Hardwood. They talk about hardwoods and softwoods. The problem is it has nothing to do with the hardness of the wood. Well, hardwood, it kind of is. Hardwood is just a way of saying deciduous. Okay. Got it. That's a really good way of just seeing where a lot of the deciduous trees are and you do see it kind of matches more or less what you described and then especially if you include that mixed section that's most of the east coast and kind of that midwest and that central area before you get to the plains is either the hardwood which is all deciduous or it's a mix of hardwood and coniferous forests yeah And that, again, like you said, has to do a lot with climate and rainfall and how all of that works. And then especially what you noticed is the farther north you go, Canada is almost entirely that coniferous forest. Yeah. And that's not a mistake. It's not a random thing. It's because they're hardier trees. They can live in more extreme environments because they don't lose their needles. They're able to retain water better. They don't have to regrow them. And this is really getting at the the key answer here. Why do evergreen trees keep their needles and not lose them? It's so they don't have to regrow them every year. That takes a lot of energy. If you ever think about growing entirely new leaves, you have to create those things, pull those nutrients and just do all of that energy. And often very quickly, if you've ever noticed how quickly a lot of that tends to happen, that, and they have to do the entire tree every year. So you have to be able to recoup that energy during the year when you have the leaves to save up for the next year. That tends to happen in places where there is more sunlight and it's less, and you have more access to those things that can give you that energy. You know, flatter, more fertile ground, uh, not high elevation, not really cold like up in Canada and those areas. I mean, it can get cold out there, obviously, but not as long or as deep as it does up the farther north you get. Interesting. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the basic answer is it really has to do with energy, but it's tied to where the different trees live. And like you said, it is connected to climate, but because that climate then affects 
the amount of energy that they can have to see if they need to reuse those needles. And yes, you mentioned evergreen trees do drop their needles sometimes and they do grow new needles. It's not that they never do. There's like you said, you can see the brighter green, it's new growth, all of that, it does happen. But depending on the species of evergreen tree, there's one type that sometimes keeps its needles like one particular needle, it might keep for 50 years before it drops it and replaces it. Wow. Yeah. Some of them it's might be shorter. It might only be two years or three years, but it's still more, they keep them for longer than you would a deciduous tree's leaves. So they're the camels of the tree world. Tell me what you mean by that. <laughs> well, camels can't regularly get water. So they store it inside of their body mm-hmm. so that because they can't afford to not mm-hmm. so like with a tree with an evergreen tree they can't afford to just willy-nilly drop all their leaves mm-hmm. and they're like it's fine i'll just grow all next year because like they may not be able to that quickly and then they'll die which is generally bad for an organism in general yes yeah yeah you got it yes yes evergreen trees are the camels of the trees <laughs> yep no it makes perfect sense <laughs> yep i think that's that's definitely what we need to walk away with <laughs> and now it's time for your favorite part of every lesson um the part where we look at more maps We can look at more maps. Yeah. As a matter of fact, (laughs) believe it or not, there is a map section coming up. (laughs) Actually, that does sound like a fun part of a quiz. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's do your quiz. First question. What are the two main types of trees and how do their leaves differ? Coniferous and deciduous. Okay. Their leaves, the coniferous leaves are needles and the deciduous leaves look like how a child would draw a leaf (laughs) and are flat and larger. Yes. Wonderful. Second question. Do evergreen trees do photosynthesis year round? Why or why not? Uh, No. Although I don't know if we covered if they are like a hundred percent don't do it year round, but they do it much, much, much less in the winter about the same as deciduous trees because they're trying to do things in the winter, like survive. And also there's not a lot of sun. It's not as good of an angle, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Especially the blah, blah, blah. That was, that was, that's really what put you over the edge right there. (laughs) Next question. Here's your map question. Are you ready for the map question? Yeah. Where in Asia would you expect to find coniferous forests and why? Ryan, are the Himalayas in Asia? They are in Asia, yes. In the Himalayas! <laughs> okay, and why? Um, because they're hardier. Okay. So they can handle the elevation, the cold. Um, yeah, they're just they're they're not little wimps like the deciduous trees. Okay. Would you expect them anywhere else? In other places that get colder or have maybe just a lot of rainfall, too. Okay. 
And I'm going to say in the mountainous areas. Mountainous areas. Okay. Any place that you know of in Asia that's known for being really cold? Uh, Russia. Okay. China. Parts of China. Which parts of China and which parts of Russia? North. North North is cold. North is cold. Okay. (laughs) There you go. I thought you were going to show me a map and then ask me to to apply things. And having to recall things on a map is difficult for me. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fine. Yes. Here is the map. Okay. And then it's obviously a different map, but the kind of bluish teal region is where you find the coniferous forests. Oh, In North America, up in Canada and that area. And in the whole Northern stretch, all the way across like Siberia and Northern China, like you said there. Awesome. Yeah, that's very cool. And even though it wasn't on that map, that was a world sized map, the Himalayas do also have coniferous forests. <laughs> so nice job there. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Last question for you. And this is the summary question. Why do evergreen trees keep their needles in the winter? Because they really couldn't afford to lose them and count on regrowing them in the spring. They're hoarders. and why can't they afford to regrow them in the spring they might get so well they're not they're not going to get enough sun and enough heat sun specifically sun exposure Mm -hmm. they're not going to necessarily get what they need to fully regrow all of their leaves every spring yep to have enough energy to do that yep because they tend to live in the more extreme environments yeah there you go Look at that. You are, you're now a botanist. You now know all about plants. Because I learned one lesson on the internet. <laughs> I mean, that's the way it works, right? You read something on the internet yep. and then you're an expert? Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. And don't, don't forget, now what, what's the main lesson you're taking away from today? That evergreen trees are the camels of the plant world. There you go. You got it. And with that, we are out of time. So why don't you pack up your stuff and get ready for my closing remarks. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at I Slept Through Science or on Twitter at Slept Science. If you have dumb science questions like I do, please send them to us. You can email us at isleptthroughscience at gmail.com or you can even send us a voice memo and we'll play it on the podcast. Please rate and review our podcast to tell other people what you think about it. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode and share about our podcast on social media. Thank you to Beth Reed Miller for the artwork. You can check out more of Beth's artwork at Beth is something. Okay, great. Thanks. Bye. Ah! The bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you.